the Askell Leaders Reading Podcast with Jeff Barton. Uh, hello there. My name is Christian Markham. I'm the Regional Officer for Askell for the West Midlands. Christian, thank you very much for, for doing this. Are you someone who has always read lots or has it gone in fits and starts or are you someone who didn't used to read a lot and reads more now? No, I think I've always been a reader. Um, I think I was a bit of a nerd and a bit of a geek as a child and found books to be a way of I could be in a place with people where I didn't have to mix with the real world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, your first choice is a fiction title, isn't it? So what, yes. what's your first one? Well, my first one would be Mark Twain's book, um, Tom Sawyer, Adventures of Tom Sawyer. And I think I first read that probably when I was about 10. Uh, it was definitely a primary school read. And it, it taps into um, a part of my prehistory, if you like, in that I was born in America, grew up in America, went to um, school. My first days in school were in America. And then I was uplifted and transported to Belfast as a, wow. a young boy at the age of sort of eight or nine. And I found Tom Sawyer and it was a way, even though I'm from California and he's from Mississippi, um, yeah. it was a way of me connecting with America. And that's, I think, why I picked it up originally. But it's a great adventure story. And once, you, once you're into it, it's, it's a truly brilliant book. And it deals with some quite deep issues didn't it because you know you've got the kind of backdrop of racial tensions in america and the the poor and class and this kind of thing it's a you know although although it's a, a, as you say a great adventure it's got it, it it shines a light on america as it was indeed it does and i think it's one of those books that you can access at a number of levels you know you could read it at the very superficial level probably as i did as a nine or ten year old where it's just a brilliant adventure story about a young boy and the adventures he goes into um the sort of from conning his friends to paint the fence to the encounters with Indian Joe and digging up treasure and all, all that sort of type of thing is a, is a great adventure but yeah. as a an adult and you read it um there is a there's a lot lot more into it as you say it, it deals with some of the tensions of America which sadly still exist today um yeah. but I I in a way I, I I picked it up at a different level when I read it about 18 months ago um it's about somebody who makes decisions and makes choices. And I think if Tom Sawyer had grown up to be a man, he'd have been a brilliant manager. You know, and, uh, you know, the way he conned people into painting <laughs> yeah, his fence true. for them and convincing them yeah. that it was absolutely, well, I'm doing you a favour here, mate. <laughs> I think he would have been a great leader or a, or a master criminal, one of the two. <laughs> and so your second choice also has a uh, American theme, essentially, isn't it? It does. Well, I mean, I'm a, what I call the Apollo generation, Jeff. I was born in yeah. 1958 and so I was 11 years old when Armstrong and Aldrin walked on the moon. And for me, it was one of those things that was just so exciting. I couldn't begin to describe how excited the whole, I was by the whole moon landings. My mum, I remember my mum getting me out of bed to watch Armstrong making his first steps and things like yeah. that. I remember and, that. And it was probably the the first time I really started to take an interest in the news and sort of organized media in that way so when Apollo 13 happened 18 months or so later uh, I was absolutely gripped by the whole story I think I read a newspaper probably for the first time I'd have been 12 then and I was completely enthralled like the world was by the whole story of Lovell and his two companions making their way to the moon and back and again Ironically, and we, you know, we are school leaders, we can't get away from that, Jeff, but it's a story of leadership and it's a story of 
one of the key things of leadership is about making decisions. If they had made no decisions, if they just said, fair enough, that's it, we're done, they'd have died. But they didn't. Yeah. They made one decision, which led to a next decision, which led to a next decision, which led to a next decision. And of course, we know the outcome. They all got back nice and safely. And so he he presumably is telling his life story in the book, but in particular, he's talking about that mission. Yes, it focuses on the Apollo 13 mission and their successful return to Earth, but it is also his autobiography. So it deals with his early career in the Navy and meeting his wife and a lot of the sort of lead up to being selected for the astronauts program and subsequently becoming commander of Apollo 13. And it also deals with this huge disappointment of not actually going to the moon because he was slated to fly on, I think, Apollo 18, which was the mission that was cancelled. Uh, 17 was the last one to go and there were supposed to be two or three more and his was the next one in the slate and it got cancelled so he never actually got to walk on the moon well it sounds sounds fascinating what's your final choice christian Uh, my final choice is the stephen fry book mythos which deals with stephen fry's retelling of the greek legends and it's the companion book to a book called heroes Um, i probably know the heroes content a lot more than i know this one the heroes content is the story of Perseus and Jason and Agamemnon and Achilles and that sort of the heroes of Greek legend, whereas this deals with the the evolution, if you like, of the gods. And a lot of it is stuff that I didn't know. So I, as a child, again, read a lot of the Greek legends and the myths, and they were sort of deeply ingrained within me, um, picking up you know small books and learning the stories and the sort of the Ray Harryhausen animated movies of things like Jason and the Organauts and things like that were were real fascination to me as a, as a boy. So I know the stories of the the heroes, but I didn't really know their evolution. And the evolution is really quite interesting when you read some of their shenanigans, shall we say. Um, I had my COVID vaccine, vaccination yesterday. I took a book, took this book to read because I'm sort of partway through it. And the person who was giving me my jab said, oh, I got that at Christmas. I haven't read it yet. And I said, well, brace yourself. It's ancient Greek pornography <laughs> because it deals quite. It's, it's a bit like the early parts of the Bible where it says so and so begat, so and so begat, so and so begat, so and so. There's an awful lot of that going on <laughs> in the early part of it. But it deals with pre-Zeus, if you like. Uh, so I'm, I'm just about up to where Zeus is now on the scene in terms of the chronology of it. And I didn't really know that history before I um pick this book up and what's Stephen Fry's style like I imagine there's a kind of lightness of touch to the whole thing is that absolutely it's a very light very easy read um, he does stick at the bottom of virtually every page a footnote and there'll be a little asterisk or a star somewhere on the yeah. page above that explains something or throws in an opinion and they can be as entertaining as the book itself <laughs> that is a great recommendation I, I was a bit skeptical about that frankly because uh, because I thought right is this a you know, a celebrity writing about stuff. Uh, will it have a kind of, I don't know, is it just written as a potboiler? But you, you, you've made it sound absolutely compelling, I have to say. As I say, I didn't really know that part of the Greek story. I'm, mm. I'm very familiar with the hero's element of it. Mm. I wasn't so familiar with the early sort of out of chaos came the cosmos and out of the cosmos came Uranus and Rhea and... Uh, and all that sort of stuff didn't really touch me when I was younger, because obviously the hero stories are more exciting. But when you get on to sort of Kronos, who has a 
story. Here's a story from the father who he's badly mutilated and trying to overthrow, who curses him that his children will rise up against him. So every time he has a child, he swallows it whole um, until the mother of his children conceals the final birth, which is Zeus, in fact. And Zeus then rises up against him. And in the process, he vomits up the his brothers and sisters. So Zeus, while the youngest, suddenly becomes the oldest of his brothers and sisters who are reborn as they come out of their father, Kronos. You know, it's like, wow. well, you know, what is going on? What was going on in the minds of the people yeah. who were creating? Absolutely. Absolutely. Christian Markham, thank you for telling us about your three book choices. You're very welcome, Jeff. Thank you very much indeed. ASCL. Askell.